Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals. And let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and welcome to another episode of SoCal Sweat. Healthy at any size is splashed across the cover of the 2021 February Cosmopolitan magazine with a photo of a plus-size model. She's a beautiful woman and should not be judged, but has the body positivity movement somehow gone too far? The magazine opens up to feature many more models in various aspects of body types and athletics who relay why they are so healthy and happy. Although a great message in self-love, is Cosmopolitan being irresponsible by promoting an elevated body max mass index, or BMI, with being healthy and happy? I mean, who is anyone to say what is or is not healthy? One may see a photo of society's stereotypical perfect body on a health and fitness magazine, but perhaps that person is actually not healthy at all. Perhaps they struggle with an eating disorder, mental health, and have low nutrients in their system. On the other hand, society will often judge someone who is deemed as overweight, assume they are lazy and unhappy with themselves, and that is simply not the case in any way, shape, or form. Fitness professionals are having a hard time accepting Cosmo's overall message. But let's face the fact that it's clickbait to sell the magazine, and they're doing a great job of just that. And it also opens it up for great discussions. Today, I'm excited to introduce health and wellness coach Steph DiMatteo of Steph D. Fit. Besides fitness, she also works in the high-end fashion industry of New York City, so she can really offer some great feedback on the Cosmopolitan cover and what it truly means to be healthy and happy. And I'm very excited to introduce to you Steph DiMatteo of Steph D. Fit, health and wellness coach. Well, hello there, Steph. Steph, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Steph is in her New York City apartment. We're all still under quarantine, cramped, going stir crazy, but we thought we'd have a fun interview today. So, you know, Stephanie, you actually came from the fashion industry and are kind of transitioning into fitness. Am I correct on that? Yep, definitely. I'm trying to actually merge the two, but um, 
the reason for me coming to New York was to pursue a career in fashion. Um, I'm originally from Toronto, so I'm a Canadian. Awesome. <laughs> um, and moved to New York uh, 11 years ago to pursue a career deeper in the fashion world. So, was that more yes. sales or more design? What kind of what side were you on? Um, I was in sales and marketing for different women's footwear brands. Um, so I helped with their wholesale distribution and just basically getting them out in the North American market. Got it. So you went to WWD a lot. Um, oh yeah. Went to all the trade shows yeah. all over, um, Vegas twice a year for the last 11 years and all the trade shows in New York and in Atlanta and in sure. LA. So a lot of travel. Has that ever come to a standstill for you? Hmm? Yeah, it's like night and day. It's went from like too much travel to no travel. So yeah, and although it's great, that stress sometimes is fun and exciting, and then you miss it when you're kind of cramped in your apartment. Or do you feel a little bit more at ease and liking this better? No, because I love the go go go. I love the New York City hustle and energy and it's just not there so it's kind of stressing me out more um, right and it kind of defeats the purpose of new york city like it's just yeah like, i was like i didn't come here for to stay in my apartment and be by myself with no like <laughs> nobody no around simulation. me nobody to interact with yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, I, no. I lived in new york for step outside and like something amazing always happens or is going on. So exactly. I hear you loud and clear. Uh, fashion really closely relates, I think to fitness and that's kind of what brings us to our subject today. And what, as far as the fitness industry drew you because you're kind of in a transition period right now. Yeah. So basically about eight years ago, I just decided after seeing so many amazing women that I like followed or looked up to just having these bodies at ages 40, 50, 60, having multiple children. I'm just like, I was always active and always like, um, an athletic person growing up, but I was never disciplined in the sense of like sticking to a workout regimen or that or whatnot. So I decided to challenge myself and train for a fitness competition. So I decided to do a 14 week body transformation and compete as a bikini competitor. And I did it and I became addicted. Probably not in a good way at the beginning, but um, it definitely led me to where I am today. That's incredible. And, so and a bikini competitor, that, that is like the um, lowest body fat. And we'll highlight back to that because this kind of leads us to our subject today. And that's going to be sort of the This yes. is Healthy Body Positivity Movement. And Stephanie and I are going to be talking about the latest version of the Cosmopolitan covers. There were actually 11 of them. And it really basically said, this is healthy. And I just feel as, as people in fit, the fitness industry, is that irresponsible? We are in the middle of a pandemic, COVID. Not only does, does, does being overweight make you susceptible to heart disease, joint pain, diabetes, but we all know that COVID attacks the overweight because of, of this susceptibility. Do you think that Cosmopolitan was potentially irresponsible by putting an obese woman on the front saying this is healthy. Oh, there's so much controversy around that. It's like, there's so much to say about that. And there's so many different opinions. Um, 
I do agree with some things, but some parts I also don't agree. Like, um, so there's a few points that I like pulled out of that article that I definitely want to dive deeper into. And I found a common thread between amongst all, most of the women up there that were all different shapes and different bodies. And I believe all bodies are good bodies and people should own the skin that they're in and love the skin that they're in. Um, but a lot of it, the problem was with society and how people are so influenced by a certain look or a certain diet and we need to stop comparing and most of the women up there were comparing um it's like they weren't self-confident with themselves and like society portrays this way that we should look or this way that we should eat or what healthy is supposed to look like and i feel like we should focus more on what our body can do and about feeling comfortable in your own skin and not comparing to stop comparing. And, um, there is no one size fits all body. And like, we'll get deeper into like the healthy, what healthy is, but a common thread in that article was just like, focus on your body and what it can do. Um, and feeling good with the skin you're in rather than saying, well, people think I should be this way or listening to the outside sources that were commenting on pictures of them or whatnot. Like those opinions don't matter. It's about finding what works for you and how you feel. So I think that was like the biggest issue there for me. And did you find that they talked about body neutrality, like almost being discriminated against because maybe, well, I can't get on the treadmill, my body doesn't move that way. Or did you find that there was like excuses where, well, we're excluded for body neutrality. And one of the women on the, one of the covers started out having a, I think it was a, like a little um, blog in, and trying so hard to lose weight. And that just finally just never worked for her. So then she just embraced, well, this is, this is body positivity and I love myself regardless. But no one can say, are these people genuinely happy? You cannot say if you're morbidly ob ob obese that you're happy. And I feel like, is that an excuse? And I, I, I look at the Dove campaign. I think they were brilliant in, in saying that the Dove campaign, these are beautiful women. However, that was skincare, that was lotions, that was something different. And they were considered beautiful and they are beautiful. But this is a little bit different, um, also using, you know, just normal quote unquote body types that are of all of all sizes but this is acceptance this is this is healthy it really isn't but then again we can't judge somebody like looking at you as an mpc competitor you were in the top like top of your fitness game and then top 99 point top like eighth percentile right. in the world of what you mm -hmm. were um but like you said that was a struggle i mean because it's hard You've got to diet down to nothing. You're probably completely dehydrated. Is that healthy? That's beautiful. And a fitness competitor, someone in the fitness industry would look at you like, oh, that's the ideal. Right. But are we making these ideals too extreme? Yes. Because that's not, that's. Yeah. Because both spectrums is unhealthy to me. Um, when I first started the competing, you can also be obsessed with being too healthy and then restricting from everything else. And that's also unhealthy. So I think there's so much, like there's one spectrum and another. So I feel like a healthy body also means a healthy mind. 
and it comes down to that like inside and your mindset um are you really confident with yourself and are you really checking in with your mental um physical is a whole other thing um but i feel like a healthy body definitely starts with your mindset and i know my mindset when i first started competing was not there it was all about physical it was all about looking a certain way not about how i felt not about how i moved not about <laughs> anything else but the way i looked and that is not healthy so but in your defense you were competing for a goal right and you clearly did were very successful if you were a three-time npc bikini champion which i know is very difficult to achieve and especially you were coming from like corporate america trying to do this at the same time yeah. I'm sure you were swamped with that, that. was definitely um, a challenge and super brought me to like being so proud of it today because the discipline within that is like no other and I give so many people credit who are working towards a goal like that and it doesn't have to be within just fitness but it's just the discipline and focus that you need and the willpower is just like crazy and the balance exactly yeah, I, I, when I was an NFL cheerleader, I was also working in corporate America okay. and it was intense. So I was getting up at like four in the morning, working out with another cheerleader for about an hour and a half, then working all day, then having six hour practices at night, then bringing my laptop home, maybe sleeping two hours. And when I moved to New York City, it was like easy compared to that schedule, right. but, but it was also extremely stressful. And I got so underweight that I got amenorrhea, I lost my period, um, but that's also, you know, that, that comes with these territories. Mm -hmm. And when you just said that overly healthy eating is also unhealthy, I just did a podcast last week on orthorexia, yeah. which is the obsession with healthy yeah. eating. And can that dip into anorexia or bulimia? Yeah. So, and, and then it's hard, Stephanie, I'm sure, like when you went from the top of your game, that eighth, eighth percentile, of that low body fat just striated and gorgeous and then you had to go back to kind of normal society and then you have to look at yourself like maybe you see yourself differently like oh that was my prime game but you can't possibly keep that up i mean it would be a very enjoy unenjoyable life yeah. it was that hard for you to go from being stick you know just striated yeah, muscle to like 11% body fat, which is unhealthy for a woman, um, to going right. back up to like a 20, um, which is great. But when great. you see yourself one way, like magazine perfect, which is not realistic for life. Um, it took me a while. It took me, I'm not going to lie a few years because I didn't know how to balance. Um, but with a lot of, um, self-care and mindset work and just like understanding nutrition um i've come so far and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing today to let women and men know that it's all about balance and you can not have to be an extreme like you don't have to be so extreme with it and still have like a banging body and have a mental to match and everything else to match. Um, so it took me some time to understand because I didn't know how to, I was so fixated on a cheat meal and rewarding myself with food, but food is medicine and it shouldn't be a reward. And so I've learned so much from that. It taught me just 
balance. Like I've never like went up and down in weight anymore. I'm able to maintain like abs and a flat tummy 24, seven, 365 days without, with eating real food and not having to be crazy with it and not having to be 11% body fat and working out twice a day. And it's just finding that balance for you and what works for you. And that's what I want to promote and like share with the world. So it's so healthy and you can still have a Joe's, a slice of Joe's pizza. Exactly. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's favorite for sure. I I used to live above there. Do you know that? (laughs) Oh, you're kidding. Uh, The one in Midtown or the one one um, on Bleecker in in the village. Yeah. So I used to have it a lot. (laughs) Yep. I would have been five blocks from me right there. We used to go every day. Um, No, that's, that's, it's such an important goal and it's so difficult to get to. I think your mindset. So difficult. I struggle myself with being so disciplined that it's like, oh, come on. It's just annoying. Mm-hmm. Although I am still a, you know, healing and I know that I can't work out. So I feel like if I can't work out the way I used to, then, that, then those calories better not be going into that body without being burned. And I know I can't. But my God, if I could, if I could get to your level of, of healthiness in the head, that would just be ideal. And I'm really happy that you're going to be teaching or just kind of mentoring men and women yeah. on this healthy balance because I mean, and I, I wonder if we're being too extreme in fitness advertising, like for example, the Gymshark brand, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but yeah. it's, it's a clothing line, you know, and they use people that are normal. They, I think they used a girl with long armpit hair because that is me, maybe is what you see in the gym. Some people may be grossed out by that or grossed out by a, obese body type wearing their clothing. But then again, they're sending the message that we're not discriminating against anybody versus the other brands where, you know, I've been on the cover of several, you know, DVD covers where that, or, you know, or diet supplements that I didn't put any of those pills in my mouth, but yet I'm advertising because maybe I was the ideal body type as a bikini model. So where do we go? I mean, what's, what's responsible, you think? I don't know. It, I feel like over the years, it's gotten so extreme. And I'm all for like, self-confidence and owning it. Like if you are comfortable, and that's what you believe in and stand for and feel good about it, then yes, own it. And people shouldn't, there needs to be more kindness, number one in the world, like too many people have an opinion, regardless, when I was at my best, quote, unquote, at like my stage weight, I was too skinny. I was this, I was that. Now people might say, oh, she's too big or this and that. It's never like, you're never going to please anybody. So I think self-confidence really starts with self-acceptance and embracing your so-called quote unquote flaws and like acknowledging who you are. And that's why I focus so much on mindset because it's comes down to how we talk to ourselves and like how we feel inside and block out all this outer noise. And I mean, I think the brands are just trying to promote that in like respecting that there is no one size fits all. And I'm also launching a clothing brand, which kind of stresses that as well. There is no one size fits all in terms of everything. And I'm not saying I'm not promoting unhealthy, but I'm promoting um, like there's no one size fits all diet. There's no one size fits all workout. There's not one size fits all in terms of 
extra small, medium, large. I mean, you can look at somebody and they could look like a small, but they could really be extra large. So I think it's just removing those barriers, but I'm all for health and like, I don't promote unhealthy. So it's, it's a big, I don't know. It's a stretch. There's definitely so much talk about like what's healthy and what's unhealthy and physical appearance. Okay. You might be healthy like on the outside, like you feel good, but on the inside, are you really healthy? Like what is going on on the inside? Absolutely. And one of the models on the cover, there were 11 covers. Um, she was, we would look at someone like that and think that they're highly overweight and not healthy. However, she was a yoga instructor and it's like, how amazing she, she didn't even look like she could touch her toes, but yet she taught yoga. She was happy. She did work out. She did do cardio. And it's like, who's to say? And then there could be another person who's, you know, a CrossFitter and they look ideal and then they're just mentally, they hate themselves. So it is, is, it's a mental and physical balance. But I guess I wonder, is, is, is Cosmopolitan being irresponsible because their demographic is like ages 14 to 25. So there's a lot of obese children in this nation yeah. that will grow up to be adults that are even more obese because if we've already started the pattern, they already have fat cells, they already have bad, bad habits and maybe completely lack physical activity. And you know, they're already being sold like that this is okay. Because if, should we also give them cigarettes and a, and a bottle of vodka and, and some right. heroin and say, this is okay too? Because you know what? So let's just face it, we've become a snowflake society. And it's like nobody really seems to own things anymore. Like everybody gets offended. And is it up to us as, as fitness professionals to sort of tell the truth? But then again, that, that hurts people. It, it's, it's, it's unkind. And of course, we would say it in a more kind way. But if the person's coming back to you over and over again, and then they have all these other symptoms, they can't even move their joints. Well, it's up to them to make some changes. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a big deal. I mean, over a third of the population of the U S is obese. So it's like, whether there's no one size fits all it's when it comes to a person's ideal weight, like what about the implications for their future? They're not thinking about that. Um, and like right now they might not have any health issues, but excess weight also leads to things like cardiovascular disease and diabetes and other things. And I know a lot of that stuff's hereditary as well. And you could be um, ideal weight or whatever that is, and like a healthy weight, quote unquote, and still get these underlying conditions. But I just feel that you have to look at it. Like, what are you feeding yourself? Um, what are you hydrating yourself with? Um, how are you moving? Are you able to move? Like, do you go up a flight of stairs and you're winded? So you need to look at all aspects and it's not just the physical, like who cares? Like there could be people that run marathons and their body's just a bit larger and, but like they can, their cardio's good They're They eat super healthy, but like if somebody's eating processed fast food, literally every single day, we shouldn't be promoting that as like, while they're owning the way they look. No, because that's not healthy. <laughs> right. And it's, and it's, and then there was an example also of like, you know, in New York and LA, no one can smoke right outside the building. We have right. to step away. I mean, 
in the other areas of the United States, I think they're a little more lenient, but so we're, we may shame someone for smoking, like, oh, you can't smoke or you've got to go down there, but we don't. And that's an addiction. We're, we would not yeah. say that to, to an overweight person. Oh, you can't stand here. This is, that's an addiction. You got to go down there. How awful, how awful would that be? So all these are, addictions are, are you, they're, you're closer to death with when you do all of these things. I mean, some of these people that are so morbidly obese, I mean, that takes off 20 years of someone's life. And, and it is such a balance. So I guess, you know, I'm really excited for you to be in your wellness space and, and being, being a coach because how would you treat someone that came to you and said, Stephanie, I just need you to help me. And she's just morbidly obese, but yet she's not making the changes. Maybe she just wants to sit and complain to you and maybe you're there to listen, but maybe you'll make small changes. It's just, how do we do it? Because we have to be honest, but yet yeah. and we want to help the person. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely have those clients. And I mean, losing weight is hard and like society is hard on everybody. So keeping it off is even harder. So, um, I don't know, I guess it's developing the right methods and weight loss can really be effortless. Um, we need to move away from the diet and quick fix and yo-yo dieting and all these fads and looking at people and thinking that's just how they are when there's so much backstory, they might've been working out for years or what, whatnot or genetics or whatever it is. And I think for me, what I do is I really focus on their mindset first and foremost. And um, like the outside influence is only half the battle. The key is to having confidence and self-acceptance so we focus a lot on self-care so just literally taking care of ourselves and loving the skin that you're in through the journey so not being so hard on ourselves to get to whatever their goal is if they want to lose 200 pounds let's say or 100 pounds let's focus on the small steps that we can do today rather than extremes it's too much like quick fixes out there, like little things, like just move a little more each day, just drink a little bit more water each day, just look in the mirror and just love yourself a little more, like be kinder to the way you talk to yourself. And I think that's really how I ease my clients in that are overweight and have a lot of weight to lose rather than pushing them in and saying, go work five, out five days a week and do cardio seven days a week and just cut out refined sugar. That's not going to work. That's going to cause eating disorders or binging or like just hating it and spiraling out of control. So I really just take the time to let them understand that it all starts within and they have to love themselves through all the stages and small I steps. <laughs> small steps. And I mean, just what you say, I mean, because then it's, then it's longevity and they can actually fit into their business. I mean, one trainer said, just walk 30 minutes a day, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes after lunch, 10 minutes after dinner, you've already got your 30 minutes of physical fitness. Exactly. And that's, that's fun. And that's easy. And you can be outside and, or, you know, I shouldn't say easy, but do you think Cosmo, Cosmo could have done a better job by saying, you know, this is, this is beautiful or this is healthy, but this may be a work in progress. This girl is, is, is beautiful and she is healthy mindset, but she's working towards her goals every day. Maybe it would be better to show the journey because you said the journey 
several times and, and even Herbalife as compared to like metrics or something, they use different, they use the journey of people because we go to the gym, even in LA and New York, where it's like, you've got some of the ideals, you know, body types because of our industries. Um, but no one looks like the magazine covers in the gym, if you go to a normal gym, when those gyms were in fact open, because you see, you see an obese woman in the corner, you see uh, a man that's shredded, but super anorexic and over here. So it's just that it's not what it looks like. And I think people, I think perhaps we need to get rid of the ideals, but then again, you come, let's do, for example, you come from, you know, you worked with women's wear daily. You did all the, all the trade shows for shoes. Now you take I'm a size five and a half, six foot. I did a lot. I do a lot of foot modeling. Yeah, I was going to say you're that, like our uh, foot model sample size. <laughs> yes. I've done a lot, a lot of, a lot of shows um, for the shoes and, and some runway stuff too, just for that body part alone. And that's not ideal. I'm five, eight with a size five and a half foot. Is that ideal? No. Most American women have are a size eight, 10, 12 shoe right. with corns and bunions and, and athlete's foot. Let's face it. So should we use, would it be better to use a normal foot to sell more, more advertising? Or do you want not to toot my own horn? Like I have a perfect foot because I don't certainly not, but that would be more of an ideal to sell the, to sell the magazine, to sell the brand. So, you know, in fashion and in, in fitness, we want to show the best because it's, it's what to strive to be. But then again, when it creates all this horrid mental diets and everything and and, and unhealthiness, maybe we should take it back a little bit. I I don't know. But then again, it's fun. There's so much pressure and it doesn't have to be that way. Like it just should be about promoting healthy and healthy to me is movement and agility and fueling your body with whole real foods and hydration and so many other things other than just like a physical material type of thing like we look at people and especially through social media i mean trust me i've seen these girls on stage like stage or like even for photo shoots there's like airbrushing and photoshop and everything and like when you see them in like a real life situation yeah they still look amazing but they're like everybody else if you sit down, you're going to have a stomach roll, regardless if you have a six pack or not, you are going to have stretch marks as a woman somewhere or another, you're going to have cellulite somewhere. It's normal. And like this stuff shouldn't be shamed or looked down upon because we see this like perfection on like the internet and like, that's not realistic. So it's like putting these things in people's mind. And I think yeah, they could have done a better job making that as like the headline. Like, yes, there's no one size fits all and you should own the skin that you're in and rock it and just be confident and focus on yourself. But there's healthy versus unhealthy. And like, what are you fueling your body with? What are you hydrating with? How are you moving? Are you winded to walk down the street? Like, there's so many other things to it. Um, And I think they need to put more stress on that because health is wealth. And like, (sighs) you can't, you can't get by that. And especially this year with COVID, it's like, that's all we really got is to take care of ourselves. And yes, anything can happen, but what we can control is how we take care of ourselves. And we should 
treat it and respect it like a temple because it's all we have like it's our vessel right so i think more needs to be promoted about that and like not about like oh she's curvy or she's a size 14 who cares what size you are or like how you look in that way are you healthy though that's the question healthy i mean internally anyway yes and mentally which is such a huge huge thing um what do you do in your own life as far as nutrition and fitness with your own regimens um so i know people think i live in the gym it's like a (laughs) a thing but i don't i literally haven't been to the gym since march 10th um so for somebody who was going seven days a week it was kind of a huge mental shift for me too i could have easily spiraled into depression um because i was like now what i don't have a gym in my apartment i don't have it's New York, it's cold, like, where am I going? So I had to pivot and be like, how do I help my clients, my online clients? Cause I only do online coaching. Um, so the power of your own body weight, it's just doing what works for you. And there's no, no one way. And I was able to maintain and not gain weight and not lose weight and just be happy and confident and healthy So I just really focused on being healthy and fueling my body with as much whole, real foods as possible. So I limit processed foods. It's just not good for you regardless. Yes, do I have like some processed food sometimes? Yes, do I eat out? Yes, do I have the occasional pizza? But do I do that every day? No, like one time is not gonna hurt you it's when you continue to do it that's the problem so i don't have cheat meals anymore i just if i want something i have it and incorporate it i um track my well i don't anymore because now i memorized it but i was big on like tracking my macronutrients so i know that how much i'm burning and how much i'm bringing in um after doing it for so long i don't need to physically track anymore because i know how much my body needs but it's very balanced. I don't deprive myself of anything. I don't restrict myself. I don't do any extremes. I don't take any supplements. Um, and now I just work out three to four days a week and I'm really just focused on helping others, but still keeping myself. But I do have a morning routine. Every single morning at 5 a.m., I take an hour to myself to focus on my self-care. So that's meditating, affirmations, reading, um, doing like a yoga or Pilates practice to just get in tune with myself and be the best, like mental, in the best mental space, because there's so much noise around us. And even with the news, I don't stopped watching the news and I just, all the negativity, like there needs to be more kindness. So that is like a huge shift. And I've been doing it now since like August and it's been a game changer to like my whole health and wellness. So that's amazing. And even that, that self-discipline of 5 a.m. Who wants to get up at 5 a.m.? But you know that with yourself, with all the different things that have changed in your life, this is what you need, but you're taking the responsibility for it. And that's wonderful. Um, just really quick, what what are you doing for workouts since you are cooped up in your apartment? Well, I'm you mentioned body back weight. Back at resistance. the gym, my w- first week back, but I'm double masked. So I'm still kind of scared, but what I've been doing at home is literally body weight stuff. So increasing the reps to like burnout. So 
I don't, so I still keep some lean muscle mass. It's like doing higher repetition. So if I'm squatting, push-ups, you do higher reps till burnout. And that's what really keeps the lean muscle mass. Um, so a lot Absolutely. of that stuff, Are you a lot of the weights? dynamic movements, a lot of like jumps and plyometric things and a lot of walking. Walking is <laughs> underrated. Um, walking is like therapy and it's so good to like clear mental fog and literally just move your body. Like it doesn't have to be extreme. I, I'm not a runner. I don't want to run. I have no desire to run. So I think it's just finding what works for you and being consistent with it, whatever it is. Absolutely. And just breathing the outside air, even though there's garbage in the streets in New York and there's rats <laughs> running around by the restaurants, which it's gym still... is actually open for you now? The what? The gyms. Yeah. Yeah. Which gym is open? They're all open, um, but uh, limited capacity and masks are met. So I just literally, I was, was super scared. Um, it's my first week back and it's really hard wearing a double mask, but there's nobody around literally. So if there's a lot of people, I just leave, but um, I'm easing my way back so in, jealous. but there hasn't been, there's literally oh. been four people in the whole gym. So. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. LA has not opened and it's just ironic because we're kind well, of, the you have outdoor gyms and you have hikes. I wish I was oh, in yeah. LA right now. <laughs> no, I wish you were too. We could, well, I couldn't go, but you could go um, with my, with my leg. But no, I think, I think it's wonderful how you've been able to maintain this and especially coming from such an extreme body type of an MPC and being, being able to juxtaposition your own mind as far as like, you know, getting back to what you know 20 percent versus 11 percent body fat that alone is is very difficult and requires a lot of mental strength i know um and before we go i want to learn about at fit the part your clothing line yeah. and how you i i think it's fascinating so, tell us about it and how we can support so you so i was obviously i love fashion i'm still super passionate about it and i, I love fitness kind of People were following my journey and then asking. So it kind of organically happened. So I was like, how do I merge the two? So I was like, makes perfect sense. It's been in my pile of dreams for a few years now, but I finally went into production with it. Um, it's a very minimalistic core basics that literally you can wear from gym to brunch to Zoom meetings and everything in between. Um, and you can layer it like, so it's all about lifestyle pieces. Like you don't need to go to the gym. This is like a no pressure, love yourself, wear it and feel good. You could throw on a blazer with it, throw on heels, wear it with jeans, like the tops. And it's, it's just really a lifestyle brand that promotes just loving the skin that you're in and feeling healthy and confident and just owning it. And so, um, huge stress on there's no one size fits all and I mean that with just being super self-confident and self-acceptance and self-care and just being that boss babe and really just feeling comfortable whatever it is and not because I mean fashion has changed obviously too it's all about like comfort now athleisure it's but all you want to still look good so it's very tailored and chic so neutrals no crazy prints it's stuff that you can literally pair with 
any outfit. So you don't have to be going to the gym. It's just very classy. Yeah. Would you consider it athleisure or a little bit more on the fashion side? I would say more of like a sport luxe. Okay. That's, that's those, these are the biggest things coming up in the market. So yeah. Well, it's always you know, been my style too. Like throw on a pair of sweatpants with like heels. And I'm like a big, I mean, coming from the shoe industry, I can't tell you how many pairs of heels I have. I don't wear flats ever. Um, so having to now wear like no shoes pretty much, or just like running shoes to go work out has been like an extreme. So I want to tie in the two and you can still feel super comfortable and look super polished and chic and, but still be like sexy and own it. So that's what it's about. Stephanie, will you come up with a, a heel that where you can play basketball in it? I think there was a campaign along like oh, there 10 was. years the ago. Nike that, put like a heel on. Yeah. There's a lot of extreme yes, stuff. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Twisted ankles, but it, it was a funny no, concept. We won't do that. And that, and that brand is going to be fit at fit the part. Yeah, at fit is the part the at fit dot the dot part. Um, the website Wonderful. is fitthepart.net. Um, it should be launching soon by, I would say, I don't know. I keep pushing the launch date because I'm like perfectionist, but I know perfectionism is not real and there's no such thing. So um, looking towards March. Okay. Well, that's a fantastic goal. Yeah. And when... Um, people would just be able to order it online and will it be available through Amazon or Shopify no, just on our Shopify website, um, which is fitthepart.net. It's the website's going to go live because I'm going to launch a one product probably very soon. So to kind of be like a initiative launch um, and just tell the story, I'm going to start telling the story on my own personal social and working with a lot of different um, influencers and just a lot of people in different areas to kind of promote the brand and tell my story and tell the brand story. So yeah. And it's all about that. It's all about the stories right now. And, and question on that, what are you using for models? Are you doing it yourself? Are you hiring women that are ideal in fashion? Are you hiring women that are so now just real? Um, I was actually in a clubhouse and I like put it out there and a lot of, people DM me to be models and it's was all different types and that's great. And that's what I want. I don't want just the typical um, New York city runway, tall, super skinny model. I do want different um, shapes and sizes, but they do have to mesh with my brand and the aesthetic and the vibe in terms of healthy. I'm not trying to promote um, stuff I don't stand for. So um I'm definitely going to be one of the models too at the beginning. I mean, it's a new brand, so I don't have an extreme budget to be like getting top models, which I mean, over the maybe, but I really want real people. So if anybody wants to (laughs) um, be a model, I'm looking for a lot of people, even to like gift a lot of people um, pieces from the collection to rock them and just, give me feedback and just see how they feel and look. And, you know, I want it to be like real as real as possible. And so I'm looking for models that are, I'm currently looking for models because I'm having a shoot in like two weeks. (laughs) So um, 
Yeah. Different shapes and sizes, different heights. It's not, I don't want everybody the exact same for sure. Yeah. That's wonderful. And if somebody were to want to do that and get a hold of you and then also just give you ideas or, 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 you know, collaborate, would they, should they reach out to you at fit the part or the other one, Stephanie, Steph D fit? Either one. Um, um, Steph D fit. I'm most active on. I kind of put a standstill to fit the part, but I am going to be starting the social content content there like within the next week so either one um staff d fit or fit the part um both go to my emails and my uh, direct message so perfect and that will be all i will certainly put that in the podcast notes and if someone wanted to do a one-on-one uh wellness session in even even can they just reach out yeah, to you at absolutely. Steph. On my Steph okay. D Fit, there's um, a link in my bio, or you can just shoot me a DM. I'm super casual with it. We hop on a call, see if I could help you because I don't work with everybody. Um, like I said, it needs to, if somebody's just trying to be a quick fix or not lifestyle sustainable for life, I don't believe in that. So I will not. Um, I transform and I guarantee that you will be transformed, but you'll be able to sustain it for a life. So wonderful. So if someone's competing for like an NPC bikini competitor competition, they would not go to you. I would do that if it was like a specific goal, but I would teach them the right way and avoid what I had to go through to get to where I am. I would let them understand that you can still compete by having a balance and not being so extreme. You just got to be disciplined and track and stuff, but Okay. Very good. And I encourage anybody to go onto your um, Instagram. It's it's, it's Instagram steph.d.fit. I love your meal, your meal prep. It's beautiful. Well, that's how I started. I was doing meal prep in New York city, custom meal prep delivery, (laughs) which is, so you're already extremely entrepreneurial. Um, that's, that's a tough job. Oh, it was. And COVID kind of messed that up. Well, 2019 messed that up for me. There was a traumatic, I had to close my business and leave the industry because of traumatic life experience. But, um, I guess it brought me to where I am today. So absolutely it did. Um, I can't imagine you were juggling the travel with the meal prep. I look back and I'm like, whoa, because like I said, it happened organically. I wasn't trying to create a business. People were reaching out to me and saying, whoa, because I was just posting what I eat and like sharing my story, what I do in the gym, what I eat. And a lot of people were getting inspired by it because they saw that I was consistently consistent with it for the last eight years. So whoever was following me was just like, okay, I want to do what you're doing because clearly your body looks like this and you've been doing something right. So it went from one person, I was doing their meal prep just as like, Okay, fun. sure. Oh, nice. You can yeah. pay me to do your meal prep. But then everybody in her corporate office was like, what are you doing? And then it was word of mouth. I didn't even have, and it kind of <laughs> snowballed into something great. I'm super grateful. But I'm like, how did I have my job traveling and like doing meal prep myself and delivering it for myself? I don't know. And sourcing all the supply. I don't now that I think about it. And it you was were- only a year and a half ago. And I'm just like, what? that's insane. But look at how your life is changing. Now you're getting up at five in the morning to spend an hour on yourself and your and your mind and channeling yourself. You wouldn't have been able to do that. Well, you maybe would have, but there's there's no way. But hey, that was huge success. You were able to juggle it and look at you now. So, and, and like you said, it, things happen in life. 
but you are where you are today for a reason. And I think you've got just a wonderful message and, and a beautiful business starting and it's just going to flourish. And um, we will certainly follow you. And um, as you, you say, you're the hype woman. We want to hype yeah, you. I love hyping people. So if anybody just even needs like some motivation in their life and they're just going through something because we all deal with shit and we don't know what somebody's going through. I really just want to share kindness and just motivate however I can. So if anybody just even needs to talk or just say a hello, I'm super committed to just even helping one person. Such a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this and it was so great to talk to you. And that was Steph DiMatteo of Steph D Fit and Fit the Part, her new fashion line. You can find all of her links below, as well as some other fun resources for you to refer to. We appreciate you for listening, and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at Believe.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels. And I'll see you next time on So Cow Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.